Hello, everyone, and welcome to Subsegment, a show where we discuss all things queer, kinky, nerdy, and taboo. I'm one of your hosts, Irony. And I am Pop Noodles, your co-host, and I welcome you to Subsegment. In the BDSM scene for nearly 10 years, he is a former lead of an ABDL group in Montreal, currently the BOD of the Phoenix Group of Montreal. He is the founder and current lead organizer of Pet Play Quebec, and you may have caught him doing a few demos in bars around Montreal, or more recently featured on a great YouTube series called Kink Parmi Nous 2021. Please welcome Eric Le Renard. Yay. Yay. Hello guys. <laughs> Hi. <laughs> How do you uh the 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 intro was a little longer than you expected, I feel. <laughs> Maybe. I'm not quite habituated to that kind of thing, but I mean mm. as you cite my backlog of things, I guess I have achieved more than I can recognize myself. So yeah. And I <laughs> edited myself, so you know. <laughs> I, I must say I'm very happy to have you because it's been a long time that uh, we met all, all each other and we never really had the time to actually talk and get to know each other so I'm very excited to have that uh, interview with you yeah thank you mm-hmm. well I would also say like in in pet play circles you're very well known in town yes. uh, and perhaps widely on the internet uh, with mm-hmm. some other groups uh, involving some large fursuits. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> I've been into quite a few interest groups, and let's just put it this way, I don't tend to limit myself. I mean, I am the kind of, kind of guy to try a lot of things. What's the saying again? It's like, uh, don't say no un- unless you, t- you try three times, something like uh, that. Yes. <laughs> that's only because that's one rule that Irony taught, uh, taught me like in the beginning of kink. So, yeah. Yes. <laughs> I, well, it was, I didn't go all the way to three. I just said two, but... Yeah, uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <Close> enough. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, yeah, that, that's very much because I, I, I've been doing this so long and have seen my own uh, interests change wildly and dramatically mm. in the last 14 years. I do understand that, like, you may just not be ready for something, but you may be ready for it at some point in the future. Mm-hmm. I can totally understand this. I mean, if I would consider myself currently at 37 years old and, like, see myself at uh, 20 years old when I made my coming out and, like, discovered the gay world wow, we're way past the 100 degree changes. Like, I'm a totally different person. And it's not only on the kink side, it's like on every other side personality. It's Mm -hmm. something. It's very uh, a pen wishing uh, kind of deal too. So you grow a lot and everything just flourish and change. Mm -hmm quadratically so yes. far in English. <laughs> I guess we could say at some point it's a never-ending quest of discovering yourself. Yes. That's mm-hmm. absolutely it. And it's just the uh, the unraveling, uh, if we want to just speak in metaphors, the unraveling of the onion that is your brain. Oh, yeah. Wow. <laughs> but I don't quite know if that metaphor makes it because the um, thing is, as you age you change, your interest evolves, and you discover mm. new things, and you create new, yeah, the new synapses path. New connection, yeah. New connection, which means that you discover things differently. You, I mean, your your taste, even in food, change, and kink, it change, and everything, it change, it evolves. 
Yeah, well, that's going to lead me to the first big question for you. Oh. <laughs> so what brought you into the scene and what brought you into kink and leading so many big titles on their belt and tell us a little bit about your story and it's and an interesting story let's say if i would say my big um milestone in my life i could say i started with the uh the coming out at the beginning of my 20s and let's just say that to, to say it bluntly, I was shitting rainbow by every possible holes of my body. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I started like as like the typical very shy guy, completely asexual. I mean, it, it, it wasn't a question that I was interested in boys or girls or anything. I did not even understand their existence. And then I understood that, oh, dicks are fun. Um, okay. Now let's have fun and discover with that. And then I discovered the furries, um, which was like, oh my God, this is just cute and this is just fun. And that was the moment where uh, at the existence of furries where you could not mix the existence of sex and furries. It was like a very taboo topic in about 15 to 17 years ago. Um, now we're, we can understand as a fandom that we're pretty much all adults. I mean, with the price you pay for a fursuit, two grand and more, you're yeah. an adult. <laughs> you might as well have fun with that mm -hmm. um, if you're into that sort of thing. But um, I had my fun. I discovered these social interactions and all of that. And slowly I discovered that, well, some people were into some other interest groups. Some were into the ABDL and some were into the kinks at large. But it was like mellow kink, like tying yourself with uh, like, you know, the, uh, the cuffs with uh, the fuzzy like the cuffs. Plush. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I mean that's okay. that's really fitting for some furry play though. Yeah. <laughs> well, I'm going to say it like this. I mean, if you ever have the opportunity to just lay completely naked on a guy on a fursuit, there's just no fucking else no, no, nothing better than this. It's just <laughs> you're just laying on a big plush and uh -huh. it's warm and it's comfy and it's cuddly. I yes. mean, can you ask more? Plus, it has mm -hmm. a dick. Well, or yes, a vagina. <laughs> so you can have fun with it. Yeah. And uh, so I, I discovered this, and I, I and I started to explore and have fun. And I have one of my friends in the furry community that was an APDL. So I was like, hmm, I don't understand this. What the fuck not? Let's try, and we'll see. Uh, so I had my first tries with this and i had my fun with this and at first i i thought it was on more the submissive side to be kind of like a i didn't want it to go the little side more the middle side uh but still enter uh to like have fun with the divers i mean it's one of the fetish and it's fun but like i didn't want to go the uh, the attitude of like being like really baby side really to approach it on a teen way like you can understand me i can understand you and i might make pranks just for the fun of it but then i was like mm, might not be for me i have way more fun to take care of the others and that's how i slowly understood that i had more of a dom 
tendency. And that's nearly at that moment also that I entered the letter scene as well. Oh, fun. Yes. Um, I, let's just say that it was like, I, I love the, the, aesthetic, the aesthetics of the letter. Uh, and it was a friend that got me into it. Uh, it was uh, Danny Godbu that used to be uh, Mr. Letter Montreal mm -hmm. 2011, if I mm -hmm. remember correctly. Danny is amazing. Right? Yes. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> I mean, yeah, <laughs> nothing short of amazing. And I got in, into the um, into the uh, the Phoenix group at that point. I wasn't in the uh, uh, the board of directors, but I was in the group in itself. And I learned about the ladder, and I had my fun. And in parallel, I was with the group of the ABDL of Montreal Little and H Player Group. And uh, let's just say I'm the kind of guy that um, is very enterprising. I, if I see something missing, if I see something that there is something I might bring to the table, I'm like, I, I'm the first one to say, hey, would you like my help? And I can help you to create something and to organize things. I, I like to organize. Uh, you could say in some ways that I'm a control freak, but I mean, that's the fun of it. <laughs> well, in my head, I was seeing this as a facilitator. Yes. Yes. Mm -hmm. Yes, absolutely. I mean, I, 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 in my consideration, I'm like, okay, I'm going to create opportunities that I'm going to have fun. And so people mm -hmm. will have fun with me yes. with this. Yeah. So I got into the board of director of the, the, the Littles group. And also, slowly, I got also uh, inside of the board of director of the Phoenix, which I'm part of since the last, I don't know, three years, mm -hmm. four years, wow. something like that. Uh, so, yeah, in those groups. And uh, so, but with time, I, I left out a bit of the uh, Montreal Little Age Player group, and I went other ways as mm -hmm. I discovered the pet play. Mm -hmm. And at first, the pet play was just... Mostly curiosity. I mean, I love the the gear. Let's let's put it this way. It's yes. pretty sexy. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I, myself, I do own some pet play gear. Mm -hmm. I don't. Although in my case, I don't put it like with the the pet attitude or role play in itself. I just use it because I find I find it pretty sexy. Yes. <laughs> Which is um, absolutely still yes. valid. <laughs> absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> mm -hmm. I mean, everyone has their own like ways to enjoy it and to uh, to use it. So yeah, whatever floats your boat. Like <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, so I got into the uh, the pet play group, and uh, which was funny because one of my friend in the H play group was in the pet play group, and he got me into it. It's one of the 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 older well, a guy that I know for I don't know nearly ten years now. So, uh, an old uh, friendship. And uh, as I got with the, the pet play group, I saw that something was missing. So I decided to start my own group. And uh, it's been doing since 2019, if I remember correctly. So I'm really in the side. Like, you see a pattern in Milestone as I change my attitude, my interest into all those sorts of things like, oh, I see something missing. I want to create something missing to fill that blank and to fill that need. And I guess it 
there's a use to it because people tend to uh, to appreciate it. Yes, and people use it very, very much. Uh, is the thing I think uh, Pet Play Quebec is like a very, very, very large group, and it's like uh, it's... yeah, I do believe on Facebook as of today we're nearly four hundred members. Mm -hmm. That's a lot. Top... <laughs> yeah. Yep. Yep. But I mean, Facebook does not have every members because we do have like three different poles of interaction we have the telegram chat we have the discord server and we have the facebook group and some people are into one of them or two or just this is a pretty impressive uh, backlog you have uh, it's it's enormous yes that 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 is just sort of like what got you here <laughs> <laughs> and that 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 doesn't say anything about your current relationships uh and experiences you are also a sir i believe I do consider myself a sir, indeed. It's the title that I kind of think it fits me better, which is interesting. Um, let's just say, because like, but titles, it's an interesting topic in itself. I, I do find the sir title fits me the best, although uh, if I consider Seb or uh, Barask, actually, uh, he, he has two names. Seb is his dog persona or pop persona, and Barask is his uh, pony persona. Yeah. Uh, he calls me master. Uh, Blaze, my other pup, does uh, call me his handler. And uh, my bunny, uh, or my boy, Simon, um does call me just husband because he's my loving boy since the last 12 years now <laughs> yeah i know i love him w would you like to talk a little bit about those relationships and uh sort of like how maybe their hierarchy as well as just uh their personalities yeah well actually um uh, let's say, um, Simon, I have known him since uh, the furries, actually. So we got to know each other into a furry meet. And uh, let's just say we saw each other and we very much liked each other ever since. And he's been my best friend. Now, in the BDSM, the best role that would describe him is the boy. Uh, so daddy and boy, because he's... Um, Let's just say that he likes to 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 be of assistance um, okay and he likes also to explore um we do have kind of a running gag you could say uh because like in some scenes he will help me as a co-dom but as of um the best image we could use is you know the uh, captain hook and uh, what's uh, his <laughs> Uh, in French, his it's name me. is uh, Mouche, but uh, yes. It's me. <laughs> because he's going to be mean with me, but because I'm like, you know, the lead of this, he he's following me on this, but he's still having a blast. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so it's funny with this. And so we've got this one. Uh, we've got also uh, Burask. Um, for him, we've been uh, together since uh, 2018. Um, so as what started as mostly like a play partner and just having fun with the, the, the pet play events, uh, became something more, uh, we found that we had very, uh, strong, like, uh, ties, strong interests together. So as of, I do believe if I remember correctly, it was summer 2018 that he 
decided to accept my offer to have the training collar. And in the, uh, December 2019, I have to <laughs> make sure of the correct years because of the pandemic just fuzzies my yes. mind. <laughs> <laughs> it fucks up a bit of the dates, let's say. Yep. <laughs> uh, so December of 2019, I offered him the permanent collar Mm -hmm. in the public ceremony so Aww. that's when i basically offered him this i so i as he both him and well my pup blaze uh, that has been a very great friend to me but has not been a, a at my service since so long uh we started playing in 2018 2019 also but thing is in the side of blaze it was never a fixed relationship it was mostly like i'm a good friend let's play together we appreciate each other but there is no um there is no defined relationship so in december i approached uh, uh burask and i asked him so there is this thing in september 9 uh, 2019 uh, uh, burask and blaze have bone both been uh implicated in my wedding with my husband and uh, Burask was my witness and Blaise was my best man. And uh, so they're very, very close to me. They're very str uh, like strong friends. Let's just say that in my case, to have a relationship for me, uh, like BDSM relationship, the very first step is you have to be a grand friend. I cannot have someone at my service that is not a friend first and foremost. Uh, so in, in December 2019, I just said, well, we're pretty close. You've been implicated in my wedding. Um, I, so there is this, uh, this thing about letter family uh, that really has like strong connection to me. I, I, I feel it makes sense. So I offer you to just be part of my letter family that I will start. And uh, you guys will both be in, in part of it. Um, so they both accepted. Blaze was still not at my service formally at that moment, but it's just like, even though it's that, he was still a great friend and someone that I played with regularly. But as of February uh, 2020, Blaze approached me privately and he just told me with the most adorable message saying basically that he felt close enough to me and trusted me enough that he would accept that I would put the um, the the lock on his necklace because at first I gave him a necklace, him and Sib personalized necklace, uh, but in this case he did not have any locks because just a question of principle. We don't have any power dynamic. Uh, I just appreciate you as a friend and we have a link together. Uh, but it, since twenty uh, February twenty twenty, he has. 27 my collar uh, with a lock on it. I'm going to take a brief moment of your time to discuss our social media. If you would like to email us, it's subsegmentpodcast at gmail.com. Follow us on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash subsegment and Instagram at subsegmentpodcast. If you would like to check out our super sexy website made by our very own in house good boy, please head on over to subsegmentpodcast.com and 
As always, you can find us wherever you find your favorite podcasts, as well as on Perth's number one online radio station, DRN1 United. Like, I, what I love about the King community is that, like, we really show all the different possibilities of relationships and it doesn't have to be like it doesn't ha- you don't always have to have power dynamics and it can be okay to take time to trust with people and build those relationships and i and and like it's it often i feel fine it often i find feels very sort of rushed and everyone is very keen all the time and it seems it seems very sweet to know that like four Pete, four different adults can, you know, come together and like really support each other and like be communicative and understanding of each other's needs and still like have separate roles and uh, responsibilities within that. It, it sounds amazing. Absolutely. And as you saw with my story with this is that basically it was not me that approached Blaze to like propose him to put the lock on his collar. It was him that approached me because he felt comfortable enough and he trusted me enough for this, which is in itself. Uh, I find it's interesting, this topic of like the dumb has to be like the guy that controls that everything and anything. It's like, I do find it's a both, it, it, it's a two way street basically. Absolutely, I agree with you. Also, uh, it's nice to feel wanted, right? Like, how yes. wh- how sweet was that for you to, like, have somebody essentially bring you the flowers and be like, I want you to do the thing? Oh, it's amazing, seriously. And, you know, the thing is with them, the, 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 it, it's all in little gestures, different little things that they do that does all of the thing. I mean... Uh, Blaze, he was really proud to wear his collar 24-7, and he made sure it was visible hmm. when he wore it. So, I mean, to me, it's like, oh, you like it and you show it. Yes. Mm-hmm. The thing, the differentiator. Noodles mm-hmm. does that too. Yes. <laughs> 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 but that's the thing. When you offer things to people at large, not on only on the kink level, but on every level, but that person shows its appreciation on a demonstrative level. It's always something. That brings me to another question because it's mm-hmm. a little bit uh, related. Because um, uh, we know that you were a little bit uh, f- uh, fan of the atypical role in the gay world and the kink world. Uh, would you like to la- elaborate on that? Yes. Well, thing is... Um, what I find the most funny and interesting is that personally in my, how I do things is that, um, like, how can I say? As a dom, most of the time I am expected to, to be sexually a top. Thing is, I do have a prostate. I like to make use of it. (laughs) (laughs) So thing is, I like to be fucked. I like to be bottom more than I like to be top. So in that sense, I consider myself an atypical dumb because in most cases on Grindr, people are... I, 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 I stop counting the amount of times where people approach me and they're like, so you're a top or are you dominant or is submissive? I don't understand. I'm like, I'm a bottom dominant. 
And he's like, okay, but I, I don't understand. If I top you, I'm going to dominate you. Okay, let's put it this way. If I put you on the bed and I sit on you, are you dominating me? But yeah, of course, my dick is in your butt. Uh -huh. Okay, so if I tie you up on the bed, are you still dominating? Um, maybe. Okay, if you are blindfolded, you have a leash and a collar, and you have my undies in your mouth, and um, I can add... Our <laughs> and I'm the one getting all of the pleasure from all of this, and I get to do all the fun things. Who's in, who's in charge now? <laughs> yeah, basically. I mean, th that's where you have, like, the different dynamics that enter into the scene. So mm -hmm. it's like, and, and most of the time, they're like, oh. I did not see it this way. <laughs> oh, yeah, now you see it. <laughs> oh, I mean, my God. We love the power bottom. That's, yes. Uh, that's exactly... Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, mm -hmm. it's there's multiple sides of a coin and multiple ways to have fun. And I've seen, I, I mean, that reminds me of a tale when I went to IML, which is International Mr. Leather. It's a contest. Uh, so I went there in 2019 and long story short, after flirting for a few while with a boy, oh goodness, that was fun. Um, <laughs> uh, that was a pop. That was also a little, that was also mostly a top. He told me, he's like, um, I sometimes enjoy in the butt, but sometimes not, but I do kind of prefer to be a top, but I would like you to lead the way. I'm like, oh man serve this on a silver platter for me. <laughs> um, this is yes. exactly what i wanted <laughs> basically and as, uh, as we went to fuck and he was like uh so i'm like okay so what kind of position do you tend to prefer and he's like um whatever position which one makes you feel the most in control oh man <laughs> <laughs> yes please when you have people that understand that like are into the thing that's the difference with the I mean, that, that's the kind of thing that uh, tend to makes it more difficult for me on Grinder because I consider myself demisexual, um, which is I need to have a strong connection or a, a minimal of connection with the, per the person I'm, I'm having fun with. So they're like, most of the time it's like, okay, so right now I'm going to fuck you and stuff and stuff. I'm like, slow down. Can we just have a drink? And so I can yes. make sure to make you understand that you will fuck me, but not the way you like. No. <laughs> or, or not the way you want. <laughs> oh my god. That's and good. sometimes this leads to some directions they're not comfortable with. Like sometimes they approach me and say, like, oh yeah, okay, so you're a dominant, so do whatever you want. I have no limits. Oh, oh boy. Oh dear. Oh, dear, this is definitely really? something we wanted to fucking talk about. <laughs> <laughs> Those are my preferred, seriously, because they are the most fun to make, to, 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 let's just put it this way. They hit the wall very, very, very quickly. Yes. <laughs> so you have no limits. Oh my goodness. Yes. So you're into permanent branding. So I can, I, I don't know, like put you <laughs> in the shit out of them. <laughs> and this and this and this and that and they're like oh um well not necessarily and they're like you're really weird okay so i wow. can just lower it and just mm -hmm. like spank you till you have your ass blue what i was not <laughs> expecting that i was like expecting rough uh, rough sex and all i'm like oh, okay this is not no limit <laughs> <Wow>. yeah <laughs> so no you do have limit. limits <laughs> yes 
And that's the other thing I tell them. It's like the thing I see so often on Grinder or other applications of the site. Uh, they approach me and they're like, oh, so you're a sir. I, I want you to be my sir. I'm going to be your submissive and everything. I'm like, slow yeah. down. Slow down. Don't please, please, please. Your submission is a gift. It's something mm -hmm. so precious. Don't offer it to the first comer, especially when you don't understand it mm -hmm. and when you don't know what they're into it. Mm -hmm. I mean, I don't know. You tell me you're into um, uh, noodles. You approach me and you tell me, okay, I'm gonna, you, you're gonna be my sir and everything. Okay, uh, okay. So are you into diapers? Are you into uh, bondage? Are you into this? Are you into that? Um, I don't know. Uh, <laughs> sure. <laughs> Oh yeah, you gotta you gotta love the uh, the answer of whatever you're into. Yeah, are you sure about that? Because yeah, I'm into so... a lot of random shit, buddy. Yep. Yes, absolutely. But you see, what I tend to see in those kinds of situation also is that the guys, um, you. you you're going to see it in the flow of conversation. So, oh, yeah, I'm into that kind of thing. Oh, yeah, I'm going to do this. They're going to do that. But you can see as they write, they're just basically like wanking themselves uh -huh. and having their pleasure and just visualizing. And then when you say, okay, just have a drink and go at the bar and just discuss this. And they are either they don't show off or they're like, um, uh, you know what? No, no. no. <laughs> yeah. It's... Uh... I feel like a lot, the internet gives people a lot of safety to explore their fantasies at yes. the, um, perhaps at the detriment of like caring people who are actually interested in fulfilling these fantasies, mm -hmm. uh, hearts. But, uh, you know, it's also very frustrating because you put that time and effort into somebody and you're like, oh, like I'm interested. And then they just like fuck off because they, they jerked off and that's all they wanted was... You know. Absolutely, absolutely. Uh, I fully agree on this, and uh, especially in my on my case, in the sense that I approach things usually on a as much as I do associate myself as a title, sir. Um, the approach I go with is the daddy dumb, the the daddy dumb approach, where I care about my boys. It's like if you wanna enter like my circle, it's because I do care about you. It's because you're important to me, and it's because yeah, as much as there, you're gonna finish your your ass gonna be blue and and red and everything. You're gonna be wanting more. Yeah. <laughs> it's 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 all it's all about caring, mm -hmm. which is so important. Yes, it is. I mean, aftercare is uh, you know valid everywhere in a, in every situation, and the daddy does that well, taking care of that boy. That's very oh sweet. yeah, that reminds me of the like. Like in the a moment where I had Sib that, let's just say it was a very intense uh, edging session. Mm -hmm. uh, he yes, had... I love edging. Oh, that was fun. And let's just say that um, at the end of it, he was like, Ugh, okay, uh, I'm just wasted. I'm like, <laughs> I'm dead. And so um, I made him lie on the bed, and there was me and Blaze that were both uh, massaging, massaging mm -hmm. uh, his hands, his feet, his legs, and you know, like 
taking care of him so he can just like cool down and then we both laid on the bed and he fell asleep on me for uh, a bit of half an hour (laughs) that's very very sweet The fun thing with this is that as I was edging him, he was like blindfolded and he has a, um, a headphones on the ears and he is um, a, a, a massive fans of a punk artist. So I just basically put his like a, a curated playlist while I was edging him. So he sent me his... Uh, like the day after, he sent me a, a picture on Telegram, and it was like basically the first song that started the edging session with the message, I am never going to hear this song the same way again. Oh, for sure. <laughs> Let's just say it was uh, Fallen Leaves, Billy Talent. Oh, yeah. Oh. oh, very great choice. Uh huh. But now I have curated another another uh, playlist for another scene that I'm preparing. That is Ooh. mostly I don't know if you know the style future past, like more of a hypno style. So it's both relaxing but still stimulating. So let's just say that I'm gonna have a fun to have drive with this scene, and I can't wait to do it. <laughs> the person who's going to be involved in this scene not listen to this episode and we can get a little preview (laughs) (laughs) or if it's within the next two weeks uh (laughs) it's something that is not uh we don't know when we're gonna do it but with the with and i'm not sure with who i'm gonna do it but if i find the correct person you know I'm, i'm the kind of guy that likes to prepare things in advance i i kind of see myself as a quote-unquote director when I, I do scenes I like to do things visually appealing and to have like to to be really uh involved or no not like spectacular in some kind mm-hmm. of way so a production I, yeah basically I have to to prepare things in advance but what I can say about this scene is basically consider two people one of them is like uh standing up tied to like a bedpost or something similar like on a like a Saint-André cross Saint Andrew's cross yeah yeah and you have some uh, and that person is basically blindfolded with a earphone with this playlist playing on and you have this other uh and also yeah forget about it and he's also connected to a hush if i do recall correctly the lovens butt plug vibrating with a remote and you have this other person that is standing in front of them and uh on his knees um caged of course because you cannot have fun (laughs) (laughs) with a vibrating butt plug with blindfold with the earphone with the same playlist and and he's make sure to be tied and to have like the like the um the hips yeah sorry uh the hips of the uh the other person in front of them and uh so they can have fun or they can smell or they can do whatever they please and in front of them there's so there's some people that are gonna be remote controlling the so they don't know who they don't know when they don't know how well they know how because well they're gonna have fun (laughs) to know about it yes um (laughs) but there is this notion of objectification there is this notion of sexualization there is this notion of bondage 
and there is this notion of um, sensory deprivation and like you play on a lot of fields um, and and a lot of situation so this this is the kind of thing that can go into a lot of directions depending on the people which I'm playing with. So I have to find the correct person, the, the correct people to play with it, and also people that has a minimum of chemistry with this because I mean it's something you're going to be very close both yeah. on a yes. emotional <laughs> and a physical point. Yeah. Of well, it's almost performative and in yeah. in like yes. sort of a, a vibe. Like it feels very sort of cinematic. Yeah. Um, like if I were to watch like a, a bondage film, so something along the lines of like preaching to the perverted, that sort of vibe where you're like, you walk into the big dungeon and everyone pauses by, there's a St. Andrew's cross with a single light on it. And yep. like, you know, two people are handed uh, vibrators in the crowd as they watch. And, you know, these two people are having fun and everyone is both spectator and um, actors and actors. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it's, I like to approach things on a spectacular way because it's both. It's interesting how how you can range it on different levels because it can be interesting to experience people because they can see how like how deep you can go with the 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 the, the design of this, but into new people because they see it and they're like, oh, this is just spectacular. There's a lot of things. It's basically like in some ways. It's maybe not the best comparison, but have you ever went to see a Cirque du Soleil show? Like, how they do things is basically, yeah, there's the acrobatics, there's the main show, but everywhere you look on the side, on the lower part, on the upper part, there is always something to see. So that's how I like to approach my scene, as of, like, there is, like, always something interesting into different dimensions. So everyone is having a blast. Me as the exhibitionist and the other as watchers. And so everyone's having a blast into those kinds of things. I mean, that's a, that's a thing you do also, like, uh, present those kind of uh, scene in bars and do presentation uh, or certain, like, uh, kink, uh, like, fire play you do, which is... Oh, goodness, very, yes. This but is very unique. <laughs> let me tell you a quick tip. If you ever do fire play in a bar, just make sure that you synchronize yourself with the uh, the place there. Because I tried to do fire play at Le Drag at Quebec. But when we did the practice and when we did the show, was not the same thing. Because when we did the real show, we had ventilators at the lower part of the scene which basically made it as the fire could not ignite on the body of the person. Oh my god, oh no! <laughs> Seriously, I was on the scene, I was like, what the fuck, why is it not igniting? Oh shit, the show is so bad, oh man, no! Oh no, so, no. I felt so bad, but Seriously, I, I I watched after and like people were cheering up, they were like, oh my god, this is so hot and stuff, and like, no, this is not hot. This, this is nothing. <laughs> it's not how it's supposed to go. Fuck. If you if you keep smiling through the through all of it and you make some eye contact with the crowd, no one knows it's it's not working. Yeah, basically, basically Fake that's it till what you I make learned. It. <laughs> well, no, the because... thing is, it's the same thing in wrestling. Is all I yeah. have to say. No. <laughs> you fuck something up. No one knows you fucked up unless you like huff about it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's true because it's all about a show. You know the yes. script they don't 
Yes. Mm-hmm, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> and it's the same. It's the same thing with the per, the the person subbing. Like they you, they've agreed to you know all the sort of like things that are happening, but they don't know the the act and number in which like the way in which it's going to be applied. So like if or you fuck something they- up, like. Yeah, sometimes it is. Sometimes it's it's interesting because I've uh, I've somewhat achieved a level where um, I can play a lot with the minds and the surprises, and that's the thing I like with my boys. And I mean, it's something that happened that started with like when I began my 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 power relationship with Bourrasque. Um Long story short, I had a like a lot of steps to to be prepared in advance and I consulted a lot of people and the only thing I told him it's like basically our our uh, birthday is in August both of us so when we celebrate we celebrate both of us so I make sure that I'm having a blast as much as he does in all way possible and so I tell him in June uh, just so you know there is something planned in August make sure that you're fully rested before <laughs> and he's like um okay <laughs> i'm just no no i'm just saying this in the air like that <laughs> <laughs> and he's like um okay and then the week after it said oh yeah just so you know there are some people employed and weeks after weeks after weeks, just to like fuck his mind and just to keep him on his toes. <laughs> and at some point, I was like, okay, so there is this person that's gonna be in, like in the scene. And he's like, um, but you know, I'm not exactly on a f- uh, personal or close level to that person. I, I'm not sure I, f- I would feel comfortable with that person. And which is it? amazing way for him to tell me and a necessary thing to tell me but i had my plans on this and uh, so i was like yeah i know i know but there is something planned with this and he's like okay you know what i fully trust you (laughs) oh goodness oh goodness i love this but then again i have to specify two things on this this guy, uh, Bourrasque, I, I, I've known him since, I don't know, I feel like I recall correctly, 2015, 2016, something like that. So he's been knowing me since before we were playing together. So he knew I would not like do things just to harm him or to displease him pers- uh, uh, like voluntarily. So the plan was basically to to keep him on his toes and to have him doubt until like the very end of the scene. So we did the scene, which like was a very impact play and very sensational play and everything for an hour and a half. And then after it was like, so this person, when did he appear? I did not sense him. I did not see him Well, he was blindfolded for most of it, but still I would, I did not hear him. Yeah, he was not physically there. It's like, what do you mean? I just mentioned this person to fuck your mind and to keep you on your toes and to have you doubt the entire moment of the scene. For me, the the moment the scene began was in June, not in 
the day of. Yes. <laughs> uh huh. <laughs> there is so many levels that you can play with someone, and that's the fun part. And that's at the moment that it was like, oh, now you got me. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> But that's at that point that I guess we could say that we bonded even more. But because that's that moment, he knew that he could trust me, that I could take care of the thing for him and to make sure that I had his best interest at heart. Because at the end of the day, that's exactly that BDSM to me. Yes, I think we all agree on that. Yes, that's fucking absolutely. <laughs> yeah, um, I feel like that is a really good way to sort of end the episode. Mm-hmm. Um, so, so soon. What, it's yes, quick, it, it eh? goes so fast. <laughs> um, would you like to share uh, any upcoming uh, sort of online things to see you on or uh, your social medias where people could find you? Absolutely. So basically, as of the next thing coming up to me, uh, there is not much happening at the moment because of like the fun moment we're currently living at. Um, but let's just say that um, you can always reach me both at like on Instagram and Twitter using uh, the handle Méchant Renard in French. Um, or you can reach me by the group I lead, which is Pet Play Quebec. Uh, mentioned on that case, uh, the Pet Play Quebec group has been created as of a both kink and social group. So I approach things on, on that end to really make sure, like, to create some kind of like network, some friends, and some people you can have fun with. So you can reach me there, really, and it's as much as. The name sounds maybe uh, French. It's a bilingual group, so I mean, I know your 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 audi- your audience is mostly anglophones, but we do have people of all like either French and English, so which is okay in itself. Uh, with that, I will say thank you once again for being on the show. Thank you guys for inviting me. And to our listeners, stay kinky and stay safe. I'm Irony. And I'm Noodles. I'm Renard. <laughs> Bye. Bye. <laughs>